Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. Welcome to the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Always a pleasure to gather every week with Dr. King and grab some health nuggets from the eight essentials for healthy living. And I hear tell, Doc, that we've got a good one coming up today. Oh, it should be a real sleeper, actually, <laughs> uh, which we are going to tap into the fifth essential, which is essential for life, essential for our optimal health, and that is sleep. Oh, yeah. Yes, and we're going to show you how you can turn your sleep into a super sexy sleep. How about that? Hey. And, you know, that's, you know, sleep is so important. It's essential for all of us. We can own go a few days without sleep. I, I don't want to go one night without sleep. Right. You know, but there's what happens. I mean, you, to show you how, if we can put this in perspective, how important sleep is, you know, you people actually go, will literally go crazy <laughs> and will die being forced into sleep deprivation. Wow. You know, so deprived of sleep, can, you know, no sleep, and man, you're going Lulu in a few days, three or four days, and you can then eventually will die, and and not it wouldn't take long. And so, this is something that is you know, so you, you see, it's essential to life, but also it's essential to optimizing our health. You know, what happens when we sleep is, you know, we say rest is the beginning. Of restoration of of life. Oh, I understand that. Yeah, rest begin is the beginning. You need rest to be able to heal. You need rest. What was uh, one of the greatest prescriptions that doctors would give? They're going to put you on bed rest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is something that we can. So not only to improve our, our you know, our life and productivity, and you know, people that sleep well are happy. If you don't sleep well, mm. you're not very happy. That's right. So you think you know. Yeah, everybody's when mama's happy, everybody's happy. Yeah. Well, when you're sleeping, you you know, you have to have sleep to be happy. Bottom line, good quality sleep. And we're going to talk about that and how to, we not only can heal, but we can even prevent disease and improve our productivity, improve our mental acuity. We can improve, obviously, our energy. We can improve our health. We can prevent disease from manifesting within us. You know, we can even knock out, uh, quickly knock out the common cold or a flu bug. Uh, You know, so we were going to show you some secrets about sleep that makes a difference and how to turn your bedroom into a sleep sanctuary. 
How about that? Great. Yo, you want to have, I'm going into my sleep sanctuary. And so it's going to, we're going to see how we can really make our lives so much better just by proactively working on our sleep. We kind of ignore our sleep. How good a sleep are you getting? You know, uh, well, I never really thought of that. Uh, I imagine I do pretty well. I get up twice a night to pee or whatever. You know, I said, well, you know, we can how about we can work on maybe at least get that down to once a night or some people are up five, four or five, six times a night to pee. Something's wrong here. And we want to start fixing that. Sleep is a great gauge. It's kind of like our gauge of our life, a life gauge, if you will, a, you know, an instrument panel. That's what the eight essentials are in my book, The Healing Revolution, sleep being one of those. And when your sleep is off. It's usually a, it's a it's a sign on your instrument panel of life that says something's off, not just your sleep, but one of your other eight essentials, one or more of your other uh, of the eight essentials of well, I'll call it the other seven now <laughs> since there's eight. Right. And uh, it's off. Like, you know, for example, you might not be getting much outdoor time. And what do you? Why do we need outdoor time? Because we need some what we call doctor sunshine and fresh air. These are valuable, essential doctors for our lives, and they're free. They work for you, but you got to give them some time. Okay, that means you get outside and get some doctor sunshine. That gives you not only the vitamin D that you need by it's created through sun exposure to our skin. A proper amount now, you know, always, you know, we always go the opposite direction. We, the pendulum swung so far away to creating what I would call solar phobics, <laughs> where we're not getting enough sunshine. And because we think, oh, it's bad for me. Dr. Sunshine didn't turn into a bad guy. You know, he did not convert to some radical uh, belief system that wants to kill other people. No, Dr. Sunshine is a good guy. You just do get a right balance. And actually, the lack of sunshine will actually activate cancer within us, will cause cancer. Because without, vitamin D is one of the great nutrients that prevents cancer. And so we need that vitamin D, not just in a pill form, but the best D is the D that your body, your skin synthesizes through exposure to sunlight, just as plants need sunshine to create photosynthesis and grow. You cut sunshine off the plant and it'll die. Well, so will people. And so we also do synthesis from the sun, and that's primarily vitamin D, but also something else very important to our sleep, and that is melatonin. Melatonin, that's a hormone created by the pineal gland, a tiny little pea-sized gland right in the middle of our brain. This little pea-sized gland creates melatonin, which is a great anti-cancer hormone. But it also is the great sleep. It's interesting. Anti-cancer and sleep go together. That is interesting. Yes. And so this melatonin, how do we produce it? Well, a lot of times as we age, that, mel that, that pineal gland can calcify. But people that are into life, love life, passionate about life, you know, we see this with orchestra conductors, 
passionate about what they do. Dun, 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 dun. In the you know people that are passionate motivators, uh, speakers, preachers, uh, you know people that you know are, are passionate about life, their pineal glands do not calcify. Hmm. 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 So, hence why the first essential of this book, you know, engaging the power of the human spirit, how to awaken our passion and find our purpose and find a reason for living, you know, those things really drive many forces within us to keep us young and keep us vigorous and and keep us living longer and better. And so that, those are powerful, powerful tools. You know, so the other things in the eight essentials that, you know, can really affect the quality of our sleep are exercise. We talked about how exercise increases, you know, human growth hormone. Okay, that keeps us young and vigorous, increases our testosterone, it keeps us strong and you know, with a drive and a and a dynamic in life. And you know, for both men and women, you know, produce and need some testosterone. And without it, we all kind of get a little droopy and just kind of down and not feeling the spark in life. And, you know, so, you know, and we start to deteriorate. Our muscles start wasting away and we start increase our aging manifests more and more. We see the uh, power of nutrition eating good whole foods, you know, and live foods and and how that feeds a quality of life that it actually gives us and prepares us to sleep better as well. So exercise helps us sleep better. Engaging the power of the human spirit where our beliefs, uh, you know, healthy beliefs, a healthy willpower, a healthy um, Emotions, you know, a healthy vision for life, a healthy, you know, you know, just in self empowerment that we want to work on these things because these help bring us to better sleep and better sleep helps feed the other back and forth. They are symbiotic. They are they need each other. And so to function into its highest. So we have the power of the human spirit engaging that nutrition, water being dehydrated will cause us not to sleep so well. And we talked about water and about how important this is. And that is our transportation system in our body to carry our nutrients, carry our things like our hormones, our our melatonin even, you know, throughout our body to get to all the cells that it needs to get to. We talked about fitness, uh, nature, about hanging out with nature and good getting fresh air and getting oxygenation and just spending time in nature is so euphoric. You know, I remember... Um, you know, days working on the farm where and this was so true. And, you know, I remember being exhausted. Long day of baling hay. You know, Hard we work. put up over a thousand bales in a day. And from baling them on the wagon, taking the, and then we have a wagon crew that brought it to the barn and we stacked it up high in the barn, used this elevator thing, that kind of escalator type thing that takes the bales up in the mile and we, teams of people and stacking it right and and man non-stop all day long and we were dragging by the end of the day and i remember famous words came to me from frank king senior i'm junior and he says son you've earned yourself a good night's sleep 
And he, you know, he was right. Wasn't he was right. By the time I washed that dust out of my nose and uh, probably even skipped brushing my teeth that night. I don't remember hitting the pillow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's like that. So then I remember sleeping solid till my dad waking me up for another day. Another day. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, and that is so true. You know, they what I did, I was exercising. I was in Dr. Sunshine. I was working hard uh, in, you know, doing all the other eight essentials. And, man, all of a sudden, man, I would sleep good. And most people that don't sleep well usually don't aren't much into fitness either and physical activity. And then because you haven't used your body, then there's really not much reason for, you know, you haven't earned your night's rest. You know, your body needs to be pushed. It needs to be pressed. It needs to have, uh, you know, these things are essential. Uh, fitness is essential. That's why it's one of the eight essentials. Uh, the other thing is relationships with people. And if we have bad relationships with people, it's going to eat away at us. It's going to affect our quality of sleep. You know, my wife and I always have a thing where we don't go to bed and, you know, angry. It's a great Especially policy. Especially with each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a good policy, and, Doc. And we make sure, you know, we do our uh, apologizing and say thank you for helping me be a better person and whatever it takes, you yeah. know. Yeah. We are here and to find our peace, have peace with each other. Have peace with our other people, with our children. Have peace in our working relationships with our friends. You know, we need to have good, healthy relationships. And if we can't make and really turn relationships into healthy ones, good ones, then it's time to change some relationships. But, you know, that's what we should do as human beings because we need quality relationships. Depth of relationships, which is going to be one of the subjects coming up here in the near future is going to be essential for not for sleeping well but even but being healthy i've watched bad relationships just eat away at people i've watched that happen over and over again and you know we to exercise two main things we say love and forgiveness you practice love and forgiveness with everybody and man things will go a lot better and you'll sleep better oh my because that's one of the first things that's affected when love and forgiveness is not in your life is that you're three o'clock in the morning, you know, mm -hmm. what's going on here and you can't sleep. You said a words of wisdom to me today, Randy. You remember what they were? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, it, it, you know. Something about, no, you know, are you, do you say you're sorry or do you say thank you? Instead of walking in, you know, hey, I'm sorry I'm late. You walk in and say, thank you for waiting on me. Thank you mm -hmm. for letting me become a better person. And that says a whole lot to me. Mm -hmm. It really does. Instead mm -hmm. of, I'm sorry, starting a whole thing of mm -hmm. problems here. Yes. Thank you for waiting on me. Mm -hmm. It's about turning negatives into positives. Yes. You know, we don't need more. How many people want more negativity in their life? Right. You know, have any hands, show of hands? we got plenty of it <laughs> without asking for it. Yes. And so we we really need to, you know, and this is what the Eight Essentials is all about, how to take and turn negatives into positives, how to take the stumbling blocks that we're dealing with into turning them into stepping stones. You know, so... Uh, along with the relationships, and we also have this thing called hands-on healing techniques, the eighth essential, which we all need touch. 
if we don't get enough touch, we won't sleep very well. How about that? You Proven know? fact, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My wife and I, we work regularly on massaging each other. You know, we have lots of natural healing techniques, and that's nice to work on each other, you know, care for each other. Spend a little time. She does a little work on me. I do a little work on her. And, you know, and that that's just really helps our bodies so much better. I remember I was doing some exercises, a new type of exercise, and my back was hurting. Just the other morning, I woke up. I was like, oh, I can feel that in my low back. I said, honey, can you work on my back? And she works. Just take maybe four or five minutes. And all of a sudden, it was like, wow. I'm like a new person, you know, and and so we always are working on each other. Heck, our kids, you know, always we work on each other, and you know they grew up that way, and and they've learned that benefit. And without touch, people will, you know, babies die. It's lack failure to thrive. They call this, and it's both true with humans as well as animals. When we have a Buffalo baby that uh, didn't learn to nurse or something, and for some reason uh, was injured. We have to take it away. We bottle raise it for a while, but we have to give it lots of love and lots of attention, lots of touch. We don't massage it and work with it, play with it regularly. It will not. It will have failure to thrive. And if you don't, if all you do is stuck a bottle in there and let it nurse and didn't really do anything, it would die. And so, in the truth, we found this in uh, Russia in orphanages, right. that if those children didn't get touched and handled and worked with and loved on and held, you know, they would die. You know, they would begin to lose weight. They'll begin, to, you know, their growth will slow down. Uh, their, uh, and, they, and many of them will die. And so, we need this touch. And it doesn't just go away after because, oh, we're adults now. We still need touch, but we forget about that. And that's a missing essential that we want to awaken and get back. We'll read all about it in The Healing Revolution. You got uh, a couple of more minutes here okay. before the break, Doc. And uh, I got so, a confession to yeah, make. You know, there's ahead. been a time in my life when I've had problems sleeping mm-hmm. uh, and uh, even resorted to. Uh, uh, chemical help from the doctors. Mm. Uh, actually, I don't mind telling you. Go dr- ahead. That's a good worry. Good Am- story here. <laughs> a, a drug name called Ambien, and to to sleep with, and I, I I can't recommend that at all. That that was a disastrous experience, and uh, hindsight proved to me that. It, it goes back to chapter uh, one there and developing the power of the human spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's where the problem was. I was going through a divorce at the time, mm-hmm. all things unsettled, undone, mm-hmm. unforgiven, mm-hmm. Uh, unloving, etc. And once that got straightened out, no more ambient needed. Mm-hmm. Good night's sleep. Haven't had a problem with it since. Tell me, when you were on the Ambien, did you have any side effects? Ooh, baby. Tell us about that. At the time, I lived right next door to the radio station that I owned. And I got to tell you, there were several nights that I woke up in the radio station, 3 o'clock in the morning, having no clue why Mm. I was there or how I got there. Mm. True story. Wow. Yes, there's been so many cases, and later in either this show or the next one, we're going to talk about the, um, you know, some of the seriousness, 
how serious these sleeping pills are and with the side effects and uh, that can lead to so many other diseases and even death. So that's something that is very, very important. Just think, how much, what percentage of your life do you think you spend sleeping? Oh, gosh, that's that's over a third, isn't it's it? It's about a third. That's right. Is it Very about good. a third? Okay. You're a good numbers guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we sp- why would we need to have a whole third of our life sleeping? Because our bodies need it that much. Because we need that. To- that's all part of the living process. And we can't skip it. You know, we need that to renew our minds, to restore our bodies. We need sleep. And so why? And so we, and the better you improve the quality of your sleep, the better you're going to improve the quality of your life, the better you're going to improve the quality of your health. And so this is so important. And we underestimate it. We just think uh, so we want to be the more proactive we become with how to get super sleep, the more preventative we will be in our health. The more proactive we'll also be in cultivating an, an, an exceptional life. And that's what this show is going to be all about. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Frank King and more tips on super sexy sleep. It's a topic I've done a lot of research on, Doc. We'll be right back. <laughs> Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Dr. Frank King is in the house, and I'm Randy Houston, Mike's side with Dr. King, talking about getting a good night's sleep and its importance. Yeah. Love sleep, mm-hmm. man. I, sometimes I can't wait. <laughs> you know, you know. Now being in my sixties, they say now your sixties are like your new is the uh, new forties. Yeah, and at least some say even the new thirties. Right, and, uh, right. But then we also say that nine o'clock's the new midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can understand and, that. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, you can relate there. Fellow, I can relate, fellow sixty-fiver. Uh, <laughs> I sure so, can. I sure uh, can. Yeah, so what we're dealing with here is how how to get a good night's sleep. We talk about rest being the beginning of restoration. You know, it is interesting that word restoration 
is begins with rest. Uh, so, you know, it is really important because it does restore our minds. It restores our bodies. It restores our organ functions, our glandular functions, our human growth hormone that keeps us young and vigorous, even our testosterone. And so we want to uh, definitely be proactively working on our sleep, our neurotransmitters that fire our brains and help us in our thinking and problem solving all are essential with you know, to sleep. You know, you know, they don't function without good sleep. Problem solving. Yes. Mm-hmm. How many times have you gone to bed with a thing that's bothering you and you wake up with the answer or how many times have you said let me sleep on that oh yeah let me sleep on that and Mm -hmm. get back i'll get back to you tomorrow and by then it's all cleared up it's amazing it is amazing yes it's happened to me oh munches any big decision you need to you maybe put a few nights sleep on with a focus on it i go to bed every night with a focus on certain things you know i go to sleep thinking about Okay, even putting out there right now answers, seeking answers. I would solve so many chronic health problems for my patients. And I've oh, taken it and I put it in my like evening prayers even there where I'd say I ask for help, insight, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, you know, uh, about a health problem of somebody's. And it would be amazing how I'd wake up with the answer or I'd get it in a dream. Even, and we'll talk later about you know dreams and okay. even how to enhance your dreams, and there's lots of ways to learn how to interpret dreams as well as they're symbolic, and so you know your your brain goes into a deeper place that goes well beyond the natural logic. So you need you know you have uh, there's interpretations on how to understand the symbolism. Uh, in dreams. And so that's a real powerful thing we'll talk about later. Uh, and people ask, well, how, you know, common, how long, how much is there enough sleep? And that varies with people. It does, does it? It depends a lot on the quality of sleep. Right. Okay, as well, because you can, some each two people can sleep eight hours and one can wake totally refreshed and the other be totally wiped out. Why? And we'll talk about that. You know, somebody asked, uh, you know, you know about how much. What's the right amount of sleep? And the, and one person said uh, about five minutes more. <laughs> <laughs> one more snooze yeah, button just, more. Yeah, just hit that snooze button one more time. Uh, and 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 something about that's something. Waking up with an alarm clock can really disturb your sleep in a lot of ways, and the and the what you get out of your sleep. So I want to go in and. Uh, Share since we know, yes, how much again, a third of our life sleeping. So there's more to sleep than just closing your eyes. We want to be aware of the values and what we can get, how we get the most out of our sleep. And the first way to start is we start looking at there's like there's actually five different stages of sleep. Most people maybe heard of, oh, that REM, rapid eye movement. Yeah, yeah. And, You know, okay, that's about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, no. Five. Yeah, the rapid eye movement is just one of the five stages of sleep. And so it just kind of help us to understand the cycles of sleep. And you go through this five-stage cycle, you know, that may last about 90 minutes to go through all five okay. stages. Okay. Imagine how quick, and then you go back and do it again. 
and again and again, you know. So, and when you if you're doing that alarm clock and you wake and that thing wakes you up when you're in that deep stage four sleep, you know, or stage five sleep, which is the REM, the rapid eye movement sleep, then. That can really disturb you. You feel numb. If you wake up feeling that numb, out of it kind of feeling. Been there. You've, been, yeah. you've disturbed some of the deeper restoration that goes on in rest, in sleep. And so we're going to go through these first stages, the first all the, the five stages. And the first one is likely to when I'm going to sleep and my wife would say, honey, are you awake? And I'll say, yeah. I said, then she'll say, "Well, you were snoring." <laughs> I said, "Oh no, I wasn't. I could, uh, you know." And you think you're not even sleeping, but you 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 are. That's that first stage of sleep, and it, it usually kind of for the average person lasts about seven minutes. Okay, then the second stage of sleep lasts about twenty minutes. And that's a stage where you lose the awareness of your surroundings and and become kind of perfectly still, kind of a uh, place where your your brain begins uh, to produce these bursts of fast rhythmic activity, and your body temperature begins to drop. Those are, that's kind of going into that stage two about twenty minutes. Okay, now stage three is the short transition kind of stage where from that stage and where you go, you know, it might only last a, a minute or two where your heart rate and breath and brain activity all begin to slow down. And now you go into the deep sleep of stage four. And that deep sleep of stage four is dreamless. You don't dream. Okay. This is where you're, you get the slowest brain activity of the whole night during stage four of called deep sleep which is really important for healing us uh, in the, where the blood pressure and the heart rate and the breathing rate all slow down and are pretty steady and stable where uh, this can be sometimes where like kids would do would have bedwetting issues. Uh, this is where, you know, some people, like you mentioned something earlier, would actually sleepwalk. Happens in this stage. Yes, that's the deep stage of sleep. Okay. Or something really scary, and people do this on the sleeping pills a lot, they will even sleep drive. Like I said, I, I don't know how I got there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you drive, drove? I had to. Yeah. 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 So talk about some of the dangers that's exactly. going on here. You know, so, oh, yeah. You know, good reason not to be out late at night, maybe. Huh? So. <laughs> nothing good happens after midnight, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I never got a, you know, it seems like bad stuff <laughs> happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and so um, and this usually, the deep sleep stage four usually lasts about 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And in that uh, 30 minutes, uh, if that's where you again, if you wake up and uh, yeah, that's where you'd kind of feel this numb, kind of desensitized feeling and out of it, you know, kind of feeling. And that's usually where you've really disturbed kind of what goes, which the healing that should be going on. That's where you get your human growth hormone is being regenerated. That's where uh, your testosterone and other hormones be, get to be become more balanced. Uh, you know, where the uh, melatonin is also high and being utilized to restore you, to heal you, to uh you know, to keep you young, to, to restore your organs and glands to function better again. Um, and your immune system gets healed. You know, the uh, 
You know, so it's a really it's a it's a deep restoring time. I've uh, you know I've read this and help me understand it or, or dispel it if it's not true. But I've read that during this time, like a computer, we program at three o'clock in the morning to do an automatic backup or an automatic system mm-hmm. check. You know that. That that happens, the brain does these system checks, and it sends out signals. Well, let's check on this part of the body, and let's test out that part of the body. Does that happen in this? Very excellent, uh, you know, uh, anal- an analysis or uh, a depiction of what kind of what's really going on from a technical perspective. Okay. That's what's happening inside our bodies exactly. You're exactly 100% correct. And and so those deeper healing and restoring and balancing is manifesting during this stage. And how long does it last again? About 30 minutes. And then you go into the fifth stage. Okay, and that's your rapid eye movement, your REM stage, where you're, you'll see people's uh, under their eyelids. You'll see the fluttering of the eyeballs going on, and say, "Why is that happening?" And this is where the brain waves become more active. Okay, this is where, and oh, by the way, uh, this stage lasts about ninety minutes. So okay. that completes. Uh, so 90 minutes plus 30 minutes of the stage four plus just a couple minutes of stage three, 20 minutes of stage two, and just seven minutes of stage one. What's the total in there? Uh, it's a little over two and a half hours. Okay. So in that, in that, then it starts all over again. Okay. Okay. So hence why I don't like an alarm clock because it can wake you up in stages four or five. You you know it disturbs your functions of your you know how you're doing, and so that's where I like to go to bed early enough where I naturally wake up in plenty of time to be you know on time and at work and all these. I'd rather go to bed earlier and sleep in a little bit and still not be late. Okay, than you know be woken up by an alarm clock. You know, so that is, you know, people are living by the alarm clock, you know, set off a lot of other alarms in their bodies. And that's what we want to avoid. So after this, uh, this cycle, the cycle starts over again. And, you know, like I said, in stage five with the rapid eye movement, that's where you have your dreams, which are good to know. And I keep a notepad by my bed. Do you really? Yes. Yeah. I, when I get up, before I forget, well, it's fresh because you can easily forget your dreams. Amen. You can. So, you know, and it's I love listening to my dreams because it guides me. It directs me. It gives me insights to life and solutions to problems and that I cannot get any other way. So very, very powerful thing to do. And you want to get through those cycles. If you allow yourself to go thoroughly through those cycles, you know, a few times. And so I like, I used to try to sleep less and less and less thinking I'm going to be more and more and more productive. (laughs) I found that, okay, after beating my face against the bricks for so many years like that, I thought, okay, that's not working so well. I began, new research has been coming out in the last five years, seven years now, that is showing us where we actually can sleep more and lose weight if we need to. So instead of sleeping, trying to sleep seven hours, I've worked hard to build myself up to eight hours and even nine hours. Nine. 
And that gives me time when I wake up, I can, you know, write some dreams down, some insights, some thoughts, some even, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll wake up and with new ideas. And I do. I love I have an invention book. And I keep my invention book and I write down, you know, things and date it and, you know, and build upon it, leave extra space to add in there more. Uh, and, you know, to it really helps me you know, in developing new answers to the, you know, issues of this world, to find new solutions, to resolve my own things, to help resolve other things for family members, for work, help, you know, work colleagues, to help me still with helping a person about their health, having a new insight about sleep like we're talking about today. And so you want to get through these cycles, you know, at least three times, maybe even four times, you know, through a night. Maybe I need more cycles of this five, these five um, stages of, of sleep, you know. But you know what? That's what's going to help me live longer. That's what's going to help me uh, be healthier and, uh, and in love and enjoy life more. And that's worth it. I love my sleep and sleep is a you know, it's not just a passive thing anymore, but sleep is now a proactive thing. It's something I proactive. I sleep in purpose. <laughs> I sleep on a, you know, solving, you know, certain problems. I, you know, so sleeping on it becomes a much more proactive and real thing in life. And so I love sleep and I want to encourage everybody to start to take their sleep more serious. Are there uh, recommendations you have, Doc, about how to do that and, and setting up? Uh, I've heard you refer to a sleep sanctuary. Yes. Yes. I'm going to be uh, getting into that, too. Okay. And, uh, you, know, you know, here's Leonardo da Vinci said, you know, a well-spent day brings happy sleep. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and it sounds like my dad, uh, what I said earlier, and— uh, there's oh my yes well we're going to get into it. you know it's going to be two shows anyway here okay, okay. we're not going to cover all this good but I want to talk a little about uh, insomnia okay and because few people actually are sleeping to their full potential and and so nearly half really nearly half of all Americans report uh, having occasional insomnia half half and twenty two percent have trouble sleeping almost every night. Wow, I couldn't imagine almost living that way. Order of the public. Yes. So you know the Center for Disease Control, uh, you know, talks about sleep deprivation as a public health epidemic. It's a public health epidemic now, and so and pills are not what's you know, fixing it. Yeah, you it might knock you out. But it can knock you out in more ways than, than, you, than you want. And we're going to talk about some of the dangers of that coming up. Uh, you know, but basically insomnia uh, allows people, you know, creates what we call unavoidable chronic disease manifest in our bodies. Or, you know, so if you don't fix your sleep problem, you'll have chronic disease that will become unavoidable. You will get it. You'll hmm. get something. So we want to be, you know, and it leads to such conditions, common conditions. Now, you know, there's many, many, many more, but hypertension, you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, obesity. And we're going to talk about how you sleep longer and lose weight. 
How about that? That's a good one. Uh, yes. And how that sleep awakens your glands and organs and increases your metabolism during the day so that you can burn up more calories and lose that excess of pounds that you need to lose. Uh, it's heart disease. So many things associated with poor sleep. Uh, people uh, with sleep problems are four times more likely to suffer from depression uh, than those who sleep well. I understand that. And, you know, people will miss work more often and re- people receive fewer job promotions when they don't sleep well. Uh, insomnia uh, causes a lot of things like stress and anxiety and uh, you know, you know, or you know, related to, and we say maybe this can even be a cause, which is what we talked about going back to the eight essentials. Any lack of any of the others of the eight essentials will cause sleep problems. Okay. Oh, okay. So you know, that's like stress, anxiety, a lack of exercise, uh, taking too many stimulants like caffeine, uh, nicotine. Uh, hormone changes, menopause, depression, post-traumatic stress disorders, uh, you know, substance abuse. Believe it or not, people get addicted easily to certain drugs, have sleep problems, and leads to more addictions. And so all of a sudden you get on a sleeping pill, chances of becoming addicted yeah. become, or, or can be multiplied. Not working anymore, need more, need another one, exactly. Yeah. Yes, so another thing that also can help you in this process is consider power napping. Oh, baby, you just hit yeah. a nerve there. I'm yeah. telling you. I yeah. love naps. Yes. You know, naps are a good thing. And, you know, and it can help you get back on track. And, you know, but it's, you know, but you still, even though you have to you think, okay, I'm power napping. But if you're not fixing in a solid, good night's sleep, going through those five stages a few, you know, three, four times, then you're still not getting to all the causes. But still, power napping is a good thing. Uh, and you're in good company. People like John F. Kennedy, power nap. These are power nappers. And when you power nap, you should power nap eh, in no more than 30 or 40 minutes. Okay. Okay. You power nap more than that, you kind of wake up kind of droggy and you know, you're waking up down where you're getting into that deep, you're right in the middle of that deep sleep cycle or something, and that's not good either. Okay, so shorter power nap is a good thing. Um, so uh, 30, 40 minutes max. So who else? Uh, Winston Churchill, I mentioned, Ronald Reagan, Napoleon, Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, just to name a few, and a whole lot of people that live longer lives. One thing they have in common? Power naps. You got it. Wow. That's true. NASA did a study. I found that they're in their uh, astronaut training and performance uh, evaluations they did uh, that astronauts that had a 30 to 40-minute power nap increased their performance by 34%. Wow. Get this one. They increased their alertness by 100%. Wow. 100% increase in alertness. Wow. That's a, yeah, that's a wow. And so uh, keep that power nap 30 to 40 minutes and uh, watch and see uh, you know, the, the quality of your life and how it begins to increase. 
Loving the information flow today from Dr. Frank King on the healing revolution. Let's take one more break and come back and uh, wrap up the first part of our of the series on uh, super sexy sleep here on the healing revolution. Dr. King's Natural Medicine features over 150 products specially formulated for everything that ails you. From allergies, memory loss and fatigue, to sports performance and sexual health. Dr. King's Natural Medicine has been providing safe, natural medicines for the entire family for more than 25 years. Dr. King's products have no known harmful side effects, no known negative drug interactions, and no known contraindications. Dr. King's natural medicine products include oral sprays, topical oils, and topical creams. Visit kingbio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing products. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Welcome back to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. And the topic today, getting a better night's rest, getting some super sleep. Mm. So important. Love super sleep. Super yes. sleep, yeah. I wake up like Superman. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one of the things in preparing us for good sleep and something we need to be aware of in today's uh, environment, and it's a big issue, and we don't think of it as a big issue, but it is, and it's exposure to LED lighting. LED lighting. That's a lot of stuff. When you think about it, you know, that's obviously computers. Light-emitting diodes. Mm. And we're surrounded by LED, you know, from how about the fluorescent lights? Oh, yeah. Okay. How about, you know, they actually flicker? You know, and uh, and we don't, and that flickering interferes with our brain waves. It interferes with uh, getting the natural light that we need. It's deficient in natural light. That's why we need the Dr. Sunshine out there. Is because the light that we get inside are, is not enough to support the dynamic and dimensions of the human being, and the dy- dynamic dimensions of the brain. Okay, our dynamic dimensions of our delicate hormone balance. All this is necessary to get good old natural light. That's why when we go out and spend some time in the park, walking, hiking, going for runs, uh, whatever it might be, it's so important to have that and that fresh air, too. And, you know, getting in the woods, what we call forest bathing. I like getting barefoot, okay, and in the grass, and, uh, you know, even walking in the dew in the morning, okay, and even a little bit of frost, you know, will vigorate. Man, I'm, I'll tell you, that'll awaken my hormones. Uh, I feel my hormones now. My hormones come alive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's a good thing, okay? Right. So, and it helps me sleep better. It helps me be awake more during the day. It, you know, it helps me have more energy. You know, so, you know, other things with LED, it's, we are dealing with something, and we'll talk more about this as we go, but um, here's, here's something, too. The Journal for Applied Ergonomics. Ergonomics? What's that? 
comfort in moving, right? Yeah, ergonomics. Yeah, you have an ergonomically designed chair. Yeah. You know, the standing desks that you see advertised, that's all part of ergonomics. It's about designing your life to work better for you and your environment to work better for you. And so one of the big issues in our environment is here's one thing they said here at the Journal of Applied Ergonomics, viewing self-luminous displays within two hours of bedtime significantly impairs melatonin production, which in turn causes insomnia. Viewing self-illuminous displays. Yes. Talk about that now. Well, you guess what that could be. As Lucy, is, as Ricky Ricardo said to Lucy, explain yourself, yeah, you, Doc. You've got some explaining to explaining do. Explaining to yes, do. Yes, okay. And where that, what that is, is watching TV. Oh. Okay. Sitting on a computer or you know having your laptop. And by the way, let's not put that on your lap. Yes, yeah. it has more negative effects. We do a lot of muscle testing on people, and we put you know, people test strong muscle in their arm, and you just put that laptop and turn it on and set it on their lap, and they go they go immediately weak. It's amazing. It just sucking the life out of people, and just so you know, and it's. We call it frying the family jewels. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I told my I my, my twenty year old that you know, he was about eighteen at the time. I said, you know, that's going to fry your family jewels, there, man. You know, they won't work very long. And uh, he, he took that thing off his lap. I never see you so speed. Uh, <laughs> I said, you haven't listened to me that serious for a long time. Uh, <laughs> you got his attention that time, didn't you? <laughs> and you know, I said you need to put a couple big thick pillow between you or. Uh, um, you know, but, you know, do, you know, you need something thick in, in some distance. You need to probably have six inches away or more uh, and and something, uh, you know, some strong borders <laughs> between you, uh, that laptop, and, and, the, and the family jewels. A good fence. Okay, what yes. is it? A good fence makes good neighbors. You don't set it, it on your belly, you know, nowhere else, you know, no good yeah. for you anywhere on your yeah. body. And so uh, other luminous things. So just having the TV on at night, okay? Uh, so the TV on, watching too much TV, you know, a little bit, we understand. So my wife and I, we like to flip on a you know, Netflix about every other night and watch one. Try to just watch one. Yeah, <laughs> no binge watching. Yes, and uh, and we, you know, we try to do. You know, but yet we balance ourselves out with a lot of other things, like doing all eight essentials and walk, exercising, and getting those barefoot walks and uh, in the dew and, and any time in the grass, going to a little forest, you know, hiking and walking on the paths, you know, out there. Uh, very important. Much better walking on the softness of the ground. It's so much softer than on pavement. Walking on pavement is not a very good thing for your joints. I'll tell you that right now. Your feet, your joints are not going to last long if you, all you're doing is pounding the pavement. And you don't want to be pounding the pavement. You know, people, I see people out running and walking and doing that. On, it's all, that's all they're – now, a little bit's okay. But go out, get, get on a, you know, a natural path somewhere. Get in you – know, walk on even, you know, even those tracks. They've learned those tracks, even though it looks like pavement – it's not hard like concrete or blacktop. It's it's different, and they put in some softening things. And they know, you know, you can't just work out, you know, run on those things. So, um, 
Is it better than no exercise? Yes, but why? You know, I want to get the most out of it, and I don't want to damage my spine, my knees, my joints, and my feet. Anything, you know, attempting to get good exercise. So, we want to be working, and so uh, there's a lot of other cell phones. You know, what are some of the other of these type of devices? You know, uh, uh, you know, so. You know, anything that even how about those smart meters they're putting in houses now? Oh, I'm hearing not good things. Mm -mm. I'm hearing not good things. They're putting out a whole lot of other stuff. Okay. And and now we're talking EMFs. What is an EMF? Electromagnetic field. Yeah. Yes. And RF. Radio frequencies, Radio frequencies right. and that's basically your routers, your wire, any wireless technology. I mean, we turn those off at night. Turn those off at night, uh, you know, and begin to create. And this is the beginning, and we're going to talk more in the next second episode about you know what we're how to make your sleep sanctuary really work for you. Okay, Doc, thank you so much. I I sense there's another whole episode coming next week about getting that super sexy sleep. And uh, I appreciate the info departed here. I really do. Come back and join us next week. Remember, drkings.com, D-R-K-I-N-G-S.com. Get more information on this and many other topics at drkings.com. Thank you for joining us. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com. And join the healing revolution. You say you want a revolution.